Hi, it's Candace Patton, and you're listening to The Flash Podcast. The Flash. Sorry, Grand Gazan as Barry Allen, aka The Flash. I'm your host, Andy B, as always. If with me, as always, are my amazing co hosts, Breeze, Taddy, Lazy. Ladies, how are you doing today? Dying in there. But otherwise, yeah. alright. Another day in whatever this is. Mm. Yeah, this doesn't, doesn't feel like everything. It doesn't feel like Yes, the I year mean, that will be removed from the history books. You know how everyone is always joking about, you know, oh, Barry shouldn't go back in time and mess with things. Well, now is one of those times. That he so, should, yes. Yeah, because, uh, boy, do we need help. Um, so... It, well, apparently, like, the Mayan prophecy says the world might end next week or something. Which, how many chances did they really get to be wrong? But at this point, I'm like, eh, it could be right. Could happen, could not happen. I would prefer if it doesn't happen. You know, I would love to live for a few more years. I, I would love to make it to 30. Uh, I would love to just see things happen. Um, and, um, yeah. Um, this is not going to be one of those fun episodes of The Flash Project, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be one of those more very, very serious, but something that we have to do. Because, as as you heard on the cold opening up uh, opener... Of the last episode, uh, that I'm, I apologize, it got out a little bit late uh, because because of my uh, my back injury from last week, it kind of prevented me from able to get it out. But uh, I said we were going to talk about this because this is what we that's you know it's it's part of our jobs. Uh, you know we you know we're not just um, podcasters, we're also journalists. We are critics. We we report on some of these news, and because this affects our show directly. We're definitely going to address that. Uh, and you may have heard, you know, when we were reading the season seven of synopsis, uh, when Tatiana not so subtly gave a little shade to a certain person that we're about to talk to about that. Uh, uh, well, rightfully so. You did it rightfully so. I'm not like, I'm not like <laughs> shaming you because, you know, cause this, because, okay, so to explain the timeline, the night when we recorded, it had just happened that, mm-hmm. you know, when all these things started coming out about the said individual. But nothing had happened in terms of Warner Brothers or the CW making any actions. So we had agreed to, we're not going to talk about it for the time being until something happens. But, you know, we love to throw shade, we love to spill some tea, and, you know, um, this this, really person, this person did get mentioned once, and Taddy beautif- beautifully shaded this, uh, this individual. So, what has happened? Okay, so, I guess this was around... Right before the beginning of June, uh, or the first week of June, um, Harley Sawyer, who plays uh, Ralph Dibney, a.k.a. Along in a Man, had a lot of tweets resurface 
from Hezekiah. Oh, and when we say a lot, we mean in terms of like there are threads and threads upon threads of tweets. And they're bad. And it's really bad. Uh, he, uh, there were a lot of offensive tweets that goes into misogynistic behavior, racist uh, jokes, um, homophobia, homophobia, and uh, just just a lot of nastiness. And we're not gonna we're not gonna read those tweets on air. Uh, if you want to read them, they're out there. You can find them yourselves uh, because they're very they're very very non safe for for. For the airwaves, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and because we know that we have younger listeners listening to this podcast too, we're not gonna, we we don't want to burden them with those tweets. If you want, if you really want to see what he posted and tweeted, and this was between, I guess, two thousand and eight and two thousand fourteen, and maybe a little bit into twenty sixteen, I guess, uh, before he, this was before he was like out there, before he was known as an actor, mm-hmm. but a lot of offensive tweets. Resurfaced. For some reason, you guys really feel the need to see them. The internet is forever, and there are certainly screenshots out there. But I wouldn't recommend it because, in fact, Sky Jackson has those screenshots in her exposing racist thread. So, if you want to find them, go there. Yeah. So, they're all out there, and of course, within the night, Harley deleted, deleted this Twitter account, but as as they ju- as my coach just said, once you put something out there, it's out there forever. You can delete something, but it can't be it can't be forgotten. And and then you know, he Harley came out with a statement on his Instagram page. Of course he disabled his comments and um we're gonna read a statement in a minute. And then what was kind of a surprise, but something I think a lot of us appreciated, uh, on on June eighth, Warner Brothers Television and the CW officially fired Harley from from the show. Uh, he will not be back uh, for season seven, uh, and they have not addressed if this means that uh, the elongated man will be written out, if he will be recast. But you know, I mean, we could always do the Batwoman route. Nope. Nope. No, we're not going to do that. We need to to recast um, Ralph with Brett Deer. Michael from Jane the Virgin should now be Um, Ralph. Yes. He just elongated improperly into this other guy who looks almost exactly the same, but not quite. What do you what do you mean? They look almost the same. What are you trying to say here? They look, I'm saying they look very similar. That's all okay. I'm saying. Oh, okay. They look very similar. No, nothing else. Similar so. enough. Similar enough that I don't think you need to make a big song and dance about it. You no. could just be like, mm, I didn't come yeah. back quite right. Yeah. And that'll be um, that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but look, given the Batwoman mess, which we don't have to get into, that even though, like, We're clearly has to Wilkins story reason is not enough. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Harley Harley has been fired from the series, and uh, Warner Brothers put out a statement as as did Eric Wallace, and uh, I just because I want to make sure you know I want to read everything that has come out so far, and um, when when the tweets were surfaced, Harley said the following: "This is the last thing he has said on the matter, because I think he's basically erased himself from social media." For the time being, my words, irrelevant of being men with intent of humor, were hurtful and unacceptable. I'm, 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 I'm ashamed I was capable of these horrible attempts to get attention at the time. Attention at the time. Wow. I regret deeply. 
This was not acceptable behavior. These were words I threw out at the time with no thought or recognition of the harm my wor words would, could do and now have done today. I'm incredibly sorry, ashamed, and disappointed in myself for my ignorance back then. I want to be clear. This is not a reflective of what I think or who I am now. Years ago, thanks to my friends and experience who helped me to open my eyes, I began my journey into becoming a more responsible adult in terms of what I say, what I do, and beyond. I logically kept that journey private, and this is another way that I have let so many down. I still have more work to do, but, I have, but how I define myself now does not take away the impact of my words or my responsibility for them. I am very sorry. And... This was, you know, of course, this this statement was received with a lot of mixed reactions. Um, I think the thing that really made a lot of people upset, including myself, and I think my co-host would agree on this, is to get attention at that time. So he used his platform as an actor in this industry uh, in order to gain more followers and more opportunities for acting gigs. And so he attacked... African, the African American community. He, at you know, he he mocked and humi humiliated women who, in in a very in such a manner where I got, get worried if he's actually maybe hurt women physically, mm -hmm. and he he has got he has been offensive who he's been offensive to the, uh, the LGBTQ LGBTQIA community, and but you but he did it to get attention. And that's I I feel like I I, I was I, well as the kids say I was shook, and then mm -hmm. uh, Warner Brothers came out and said the following: Harley's Story will not be returning for season seven of The Flash. Uh, the CW producers, Warner Brothers, Stephen Berlin Production, and Eric Wallace said in this following statement: In regards to Mr. Sawyer's post in so on social media, we do not tolerate derogatory remarks that target any race, ethnicity, national or origin, gender, or sexual orientation. Such remarks are anti. And how do you say that word? Antithetical to our values. Antithetical. And, yeah, to our values and policies, which strive and evolve to promote a safe, inclusive, and productive environment for our workforce. And then Eric Wallace, the father of the Flash, came out with a statement. And here's the thing: showrunners usually, this is not very often where showrunners will come out and make a separate statement aside from the one that they've done in joint with their fellow studio and their fellow network. And here's what Eric had to say He, uh, but when the news came out. This morning, many of you learned that Harley Sawyer will not be returning for season 7 of The Flash. Concerning his social media tweets, they broke my heart and made me mad as hell. And they're indicative of the larger problem in our country because at, the pres at present, our country still accepts and protects the co continual harassment, unconscious or otherwise, terrorizing and brutalizing of black and brown people, which is far too often fatal. Th that's why our country is standing up once again and shouting enough and taking it to the streets to bring about active change. I, too, am committed to bringing permanent change to the work environment here on The Flash. Yes, this is a family show, but it's for all families. That includes blacks, black and brown ones. In order to facilitate this, I will continue to find black and brown writers, directors, actors, and producers of all genders to help the tell Flash stories. Their motives are part of the American narrative, too, and must be heard. And the more you hear and see us, the more you will begin to recognize one simple fact. We're human beings, too. To those... Sorry, that was just a powerful sentence there. 
To those who still to, to, to those who still aren't sure why so many Americans have taken to the streets to make their voices known, I ask you to consider this. Every time a black or brown life is harassed, harmed or murdered, as in the case of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Brenna, Breonna Taylor, and too many others, our entire country fractures and moves further and, and further away from any moral authority we often claim to have in the world. Murder is not democracy. Systematic institutional white privilege is not equality. Suppressing the free press with, with violence is not liberty. The only way for you to be free is for all of us to be free. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And, and so far, I think Grant uh, is the only cast member that has... Uh, he sh he reshared... All of them, have re I think they've reshared the statement, but he's the only one who's kind of said something on his own where he kind of added the following I don't have much to add because Eric's thoughts are stated so eloquently and powerfully I would say I was shocked sad and angry when I saw the tweets words matter and yeah so now it's out there it's happened Harley's not coming back he is being held responsible for his actions and I, I want to take it to my codes first before I give my thoughts and opinions about this so um, Breeze, do you want to start? What do you, uh, what do you, what, you want to share your thoughts about this whole situation? Yeah, I mean, I think like a lot of us, I'm surprised but happy that the, the, the WB actually did something about it. I think it's very easy to let these things slide and pass. Um, you know, I think it's complicated because most of the things he said were before he was on the show. And there, I think there's a certain level of responsibility that they didn't take vetting him when they cast him, which I think is unfortunate. But I'm glad that they're taking it seriously now and they understand that his words don't reflect what they want the show to be. And they're holding him accountable for that. Um, you know, I hope that he has changed. I hope that he is growing and learning as a person and... It's not that we never want him to have a second chance. I just don't think that second chance is going to be with this show. And I think Eric and uh, the people involved in this decision made the right one. Um, so, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. I'm glad that they're standing by, you know, they want it to be a positive, you know, environment for the rest of the cast. And given the many different groups he targeted in his comments, I'm not sure how it could have been with keeping him on. Tatiana, what um, what what is what are your thoughts on this matter when it comes to oh. Harley and everything? Because you know I because the three of you 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 three were on this before I even knew what was going on. Yeah, it was it just exploded right in front of us. Um, I first off, I echo what uh, Bree said. It wasn't worth it to keep him on. Um, and and to keep him on would say that you value whatever his contributions have been above the you know comfort and even safety of the women and the black um creatives on set uh so i'm glad that they that they um fired him and that they put out two separate statements about why um i loved eric's statement i thought it was very personal and um very true and important um but i'm also glad that the wb statement you know pointed out that he did it was much more than just racism you know, there were many, many intersections of awfulness in there. Mm -hmm. um, so also, um, I wouldn't say, like, while well, Grant was the one that made a, just to add more context of things, he, you know, he reposted 
Eric's statement and then added his his own little thoughts at the bottom. But Danielle Nicolette did have a live talking about it. And while she didn't address it directly, I'm sure because it's probably very, they're all of them probably feeling emotional about it and confused. And, you know, because he was their friend up until like two weeks ago. Um, she did talk about how she's realizing that for for so long she's been like the token black friend and that she thought that she was doing something by inserting herself into white spaces because then they can't be racist towards her or they won't be. But that doesn't mean they're not being racist elsewhere, you know? So, so she obviously was doing some reflection um, in relation to that. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the way that certain stands who have come out of the woodwork out of nowhere, I don't know where they came from, have been reacting to this news about Hartley's firing just proves how, how necessary it was to fire him because they are actually like, there are quote unquote Ralph fans that are like, how could you fire him? He didn't make, I was racist when I was young as if he was young when he was 20, you know, five and making these comments, but I've changed. And also how could you let Candace fire him? People are actually blaming Candace for him getting fired. I don't know how this is possible, but they are. So there are, so Candace is receiving lots of personal attacks relating to this for unknown reasons, as if she had anything to do whatsoever with it. And Kayla Compton, who plays Allegra, actually did a live herself, and I um, felt really bad for her. She seemed really upset. Um, she said that she received a DM, and she didn't explain the content of the DM, but she was like, I, it was so awful. It was so racist towards one of her co-stars, whichever one that might be. There's only three options, but <laughs> it was towards one of her co-stars. It was so awful that she got on her Instagram and made a video to say to this person, like, I don't agree with you. I don't stand with you. Um, and there's no space for you. There's no space for you on this Instagram and there won't be in this world because you have to change or we will change you. So I was really proud of her because, you know, she talked about how she just got all, like all her followers from the flash, you know? And so she's just now also been opened up to this space of um, learning how to face and, um, and deal with racism that happens in every day that she didn't have to before because it was her privilege not to. And now she sees how her castmates are being treated and the little microaggressions that add up to the large scale um, systemic racism that they have to deal with. And she's like, if I don't stand up for them, then who am I? Like, who can, how can I be proud of myself or how can I live with myself if I don't? So. And Lazy, what, um, what are your thoughts on all this? Um, I don't, I don't have a lot to super add that, that, Toddy and Breeze have not expressed more eloquently than I will, but I will say that I'm really glad that the show and the network did something about this because I feel like we were all joking when we were talking about this when this first broke of like how about how nothing would happen. And I think that is something we have been conditioned to sort of just accept as as entertainment fans that like, you know, certain certain people and yes usually it's white men will be allowed to behave abhorrently and just like nothing will happen to them so consequences are real and can happen and should happen in instances like this i would also like to say and let me preface this by saying this is in no way an apology for for any of the things that harley sawyer tweeted because they are disgusting and wrong but i do hope that he is getting some like help or therapy or has grown or is learning from this in some way, I would like to believe that in the space for accountability, there is also a space for grace and that he can figure that he can just, you know, sort of like fix his, fix his life and fix his spirit and, and be better from this. I'd like to believe that he is not the same person 
he was when he tweeted this, but I also have no proof of that because why should he be? He hasn't paid any con- he hasn't paid any price for it until right now. But I hope I hope he gets his together is kind of what I'm saying, I think. Yeah, I um when these cuz I I actually remember now what happened what was going on that night when um when uh, we have a group chat at uh, the four of us and when the tweets were all surfacing and coming up I was just about to record our first episode for Titans Podcast for the year and you know I I I was like wait this has to be a joke right and I I started looking through all the tweets and I you know we actually got a little, you know the the recording got a little delayed actually because we we were a little, we were all distracted by it because for those who listen to our to our podcast on uh, Titans Podcast we sometimes joke about you know I mean cuz you know there's a whole joke about you know, let's make more podcasts, and you know, and then I, I guess Laura had heard about a log in a man, so like she inserted like you know, log in a man podcast, so in the credits, so as a joke, and then I that night I said, let's just not, and then they saw a tweet, and we were all horrified by, by it, and I, at first I was I was in denial because I'm like this this has there has to be a story behind this. But I just realized, nope, I'm not going to excuse him for this. I'm not going to accept what he... I mean, I was never going to accept it either way. But I was just not going to try and, like, find an explanation behind it. It is plain and simple what he did. And, you know, it it was all horrible. It was all unacceptable. And he... Again, it just hurts me to, to the bottom of my soul to hear him say that he did all this to get attention and I you know it, it kind of paints it kind of paints a, a, a bigger issue we have in society where you know yes a lot of white white boys can can say and make say statements and make jokes at the expense of people of color people of sexuality people of religion and uh, women and i just it just makes me so i mean i because i'm i'm used to this i'm used to the fact that like you know like i that you know i can go back and see comedians joking about how all brown people are terrorists or rapists or you know all the other nonsense that that quote-unquote president is advocating for and and the fact that hardly like i I, it was just a poorly written uh, apology where he I mean, I, I know he was trying to speak from from the bottom of his heart and be honest, but the fact that somewhere like because he's what he's thirty five years old now, and all these tweets came from t- between two thousand and nine and twenty fourteen. I I guess it was those those five years when he was doing it, and that would have made him about for you know somewhere between twenty five, thirty years old. You know, just you know, for anyone saying, you know, like, you know, well, when I was young, I was also raised, and so like, it's like, well, that doesn't excuse it. Like, you know, like I mean, I, I will admit, like, when I was like, like a child, I, you know, you know, I, I learned that the meaning of the N word and so on because you know I heard another kid in the playground say it once, and I didn't understand what it was until I learned what it was. But you know, but to to kind of just justify say, well, I was raised as when I was young, you know, and I grew away from it, and so on. Well, you know, not everyone who was racist when they were young and grew away from it, they don't have the position that Harley has as, you know, a white privileged man in Hollywood. When you're, when you're, you know, like, remember, you know, one of these acting gays can lead to so much and give you so much power and status and control. And, you know, 
and we've seen in past years what happens when you give it to the wrong people. Like, do you know? I, I, I all I will say is Harvey Weinstein. Period. Look what he did with his power for all what was it twenty for I mean for his entire career, and we and Hollywood just stood by and let him do it until we finally got to the point where we were just ready to say no more. We're stopping this. Men like him shall not rule this industry. And for Harley to come out and say that he was doing this for attention, it just makes me so disappointed. Like, I, I, and, and let me preface by saying this. He is all, you know, anytime I've engaged with him, you know, which, which hasn't been often, you know, we, I met, I've interviewed him once and he knew I, who I was because we, he follows the podcast on, on Instagram and, you know, he, you know, he was polite, he was nice, whatever. And, you know, he's liked some of our posts and he was super friendly to chat with. And he, so he's always been, you know, on, with me, he's always been good. And I, but. But that doesn't excuse what he has said and done in the past. And I, you know, he said that he, that it was thanks to friends of his that he really woke up to what he was doing. And I hope that he, I I really hope that he means it, that he actually did get help early on. And, but he just, the thing that he didn't do was he didn't go back and delete those tweets. And, you know, and I don't know, like, if this, maybe this is something we can even discuss. It's... Because, you know, I, when you hire someone, when you get someone, an actor for a gig, I don't know if they, if it's, like, procedure these days to look over social media accounts and, you know, like, looking through what they said in the past, stuff like that. But should it, you know, should we start to learn from Because he is not the only actress who's been fired in the past few weeks for offensive tweets. Uh, I mean, heck, let's go back to 2018 where Roseanne got her... an entire series canceled because of the, the tweet that she did and she caused hundreds of people their job because of her dumbass behavior. Like, should this be something that the industry should start doing when it comes to casting actors and so on? Like, going through their social media past and whatnot? Or, like, is there... What, what, what do you guys think? First off, Roseanne, I feel like it actually didn't get cancelled, although it may be cancelled now, but they actually revamped it so that her character died because they didn't want to get rid of it. It really show. killed her off? Wow. Yeah. And then it became The Connors... Um, I mean, I think it was all terrible from like jump, but still on for at least a couple of seasons. Yes. Um, as far as I know, it hasn't been canceled. Yeah. It was renewed for a third, for, for, a another season. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so at least they didn't shut down the whole show, which I think is the correct response. I think that when someone, cause like Roseanne's thing was like, it had literally just happened, you know, Hmm. it wasn't like. Hey, this happened ten years ago. Let's talk about it now. It was something that really just happened. just happened. So I think that was the correct response for that. And then even for Harley, as much as it was, uh, however many years ago, they spanned several years. The comments did, and the fact that they were just up, clearly, you know. Um, and the only difference is that he didn't tweet about it like that anymore because he probably was getting more jobs, like still upper jobs, and then the Flash. So obviously he knew that a larger audience meant people aren't going to want to hear those jokes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It didn't mean like, oh, I've reflected and I've done better because even in, even in recent, you know, months or whatever, he would happily respond to things relating to like black lives matter with like, but dogs also matter. So I don't know that I would say that I believe he had changed up to this point. I hope he will change in the future, but 
I do think that there should be more zero tolerance for that kind of behavior because everyone should know by now that it's not acceptable, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, but I, I'm I guess in my head I'm just wondering like, does like do when people do get hired for these roles and so on, do producers or writers or whoever involved with making these shows do they actually go through, you know like they do kind, not they clearly do, they do not do the research um, <laughs> i mean i think it is I think becoming it more common Homodized? because the more of these incidences that happen the more people realize how necessary it is i'm sure when hartley was hired no one looked at his social media beyond how many followers does he have is he popular i'm sure they didn't do a deep dive but i think increasingly it will become a thing because it's a liability for the studios yeah, and I feel like, like at my day job, we certainly have a social media policy that that outlines like things that are do, that are not kosher for you to put on social or whatever. Like especially if you are representing the company, that kind of thing. Like, and I feel like most businesses have some form of that now. So it would it would shock me if if productions and and series and things like this that that are this large and generate this much income don't have something similar they may to breeze's point it's very possible even maybe likely that they didn't when hartley was hired but um yeah i mean i would have to assume they do now it would just be insane not to well and the thing that kind of and i i saw so i I don't know where i saw this conversation but i it's a valid point i'm not I'm not gonna speak his name because people who 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 has listened to this podcast since season four knows that I will never speak this producer's name ever ever again on this podcast. But it, what really disgusts me even more so is that one um, and this this was the man who was part of creating Arrow and the Flash and Supergirl and Tomorrow, and uh, who was fired years ago for. Um, the reports that came out about him sexual harassing his writing staff. And one of the last creations that he did on this show was this iteration of uh, Ralph Dibney, who, when he first came on the scene, woo! It was unbearable to watch. I Like, he, you know, the first scene he ever has is he uh, is... Uh, having a one-on-one time with um, um, someone who's hired him for his PI help. And then, you know, and he and she finds out from him that, you know, her husband was actually, you know, she was he was living in another city and had a new family and so on, and, and that he had basically just left her. And and what does he do follow that? He proceeds to start rubbing her shoulders and, like, start, start hitting on her and... She storms out, slapping his face, and so on. And they, of course, and of course, the episode plays it up for comedic beat because, for some reason, they thought it was funny, uh, which reflects on the leadership that they we had back then. So it it, it kind of just and the fact that we got an actor who, basically, more or less, was like that in real life. It made me upset for people who have had to. See, see this kind of baby accepted constantly and so on, but to see someone like a long man, you know, he comes, you know, this is his first time live action appearance, and this is the history he's gonna have now until someone else plays him. If we, if we actually see this part 
recast because we have so like I said we don't know if CW and Warner Brothers intends to keep Ralph on the show. I mean we've seen what's been going on with Batwoman and that I mean that's a whole other mess uh, for people who are not aware what's happening. Basically. Instead of recasting Kate Kane, they're writing out Kate Kane altogether and they're replacing her with a brand new character, some random girl named Ryan Wilder. Could be a decent character or whatever, we don't know. But basically, they're ignoring the legacy of Kate Kane and just thinking, oh, well, you know, any lesbian can be Batwoman, basically. <laughs> so stupid. It, 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 yeah. it is idiotic. So To be fair, uh, Caroline Dries did come out. And give a little statement saying we are never going to get rid of Kate Kane's legacy and she's not dead and her disappearance will be a plot point. So I'm really oh, how, hoping... How convenient. How convenient yeah. that we but, we sacrifice an entire character's existed who... The only woman who's ever carried the bad woman title to just be, oh, well, we respect her so much that we're going to write her off and we're going to make her disappearance part of the season two storyline. I agree. Like, so it's um, dumb. But I do am hoping... Because she was like, because in her thingy, she was like, I don't want to give away spoilers. So my hope is that they are going to actually follow what I said, which was that um, Kate Kane has disappeared and we don't know why. And so this girl comes in and tries to take over. And then Kate Kane comes back with a new face. <laughs> because she was I mean, taken by Alice or whoever. You know what I mean? I, I That's hope what I'm hoping so, for. Because it's insane to me that this literally a the biggest like villain plot point of the show right now is that someone can give characters other faces like in the universe of the story like how why why yeah it is it's dumb exactly i i i've tried to be understandable and you know defend the show and everything but I feel at this point I'm like you just you, you know you just you just don't care about the mythology you just don't care about you know I mean listen the fact that we couldn't even get any remote hints at like you know clear hints at Kate being Jewish because ladies and gentlemen in the comics Kate isn't just a lesbian she's also Jewish so you know she you know and we don't have a lot of Jewish superheroes but you know but clearly that wasn't something that Caroline Dries cared for um so. Yeah, I don't care about her stupid little statement. That statement is just nonsense PR, trying to save their butt, when all they had to do was just recast a damn character like they said they would from the beginning. A, a character is bigger than the actor. And that's the thing. That's why you know, if they decide to ca- recast Ralph, I will perfectly be fine with that. I just don't think, given how little Ralph was even in Season 6... I don't know if Ralph has a place anymore on The Flash, regardless of what Harley has done. But I think now that of what Harley has done, I think it gives him more agency to actually, you know, be like, you know what? We're wrapping him up. We're get- I Harley- hope they don't, because I really like Sue slash Natalie Dreyfus. And that was I what I was opening sh- my mouth to say. Yeah. <laughs> because I just, <laughs> like, I really just love that character. And... And as much as it sucks, like, she's so tied to Ralph. And I don't know, like, granted, the show has done a great job, I think, in making her character have goals and an agenda and and an interiority that that isn't tied to Ralph, which is great. But I don't know that they, she's only been in, like, three episodes, so I don't know that they've had enough time to do that in a way that makes sense for her to still be part of the show if he's not part of the show, which I think sucks. 
Because well, I mean, t- this, show, this show has too many characters, as it is. Ooh, so yeah, I'd be like, yes. let's just keep it moving. But keep her, because I like her. And we need more women like that on the show. I fully, like, I fully agree. I think that I don't think Natalie Draper should be punished because of the actions of Harley Sawyer. I don't think she should. I mean, and I, and I think she's definitely should not be just defined by just what she is in the comics, you know, as you know, along in a man's wife. You know, I think. You know, and here's the thing: they've they've already kind of kind of re you know reimagined. Uh, Sue anyway for the show because there's a lot of things that she's doing on the show that she definitely didn't do in comic, but it's for the, it's and it's for the better, and I love I love Sue and I think she should get to stay in the series, um, because she didn't do anything wrong and also she was so much fun. She was a fresh of you know fresh of new and uh, new air when she came in, but yeah, I mean you guys are right. She was only in like three episodes, uh, but you know, but but she had a big storyline set up in the in the season finale with her now being framed for whatever his face was. Um, Dirtbag husband. That well, that too. Um, I I I remember his name. I don't know. I don't know this man. He could be walking down the street, and I wouldn't know a thing because uh, he was such a pain in the ass to listen to. Um, that's why it was so, it was so satisfying when Eva killed him. Um, but so yeah, we I mean, but and that's the thing we don't know right now what's going to happen with with anything. We don't know if Ralph if they're recasting him, if they're writing him out. I mean, one thing they could do, and that but it would probably co- you know be at the expense of Sue. Maybe at least for a couple episodes, is that Ralph and Sue leave together while they try to they try to clear her name, and then once her name is cleared, she can come back and be like Ralph, you know, decide to you know move on or whatever and so on. Um, because right, yeah, because with with the whole bad woman thing, it makes me kind of wonder like, what is what are what is their what are their, what are their stands on? Recasting anyway, like you know, do they actually recast characters? I mean, because they, they have recast characters before. You know, we had Laura Benanti be replaced by Eric Durant as Alora. You know, I mean, Kane Lots. I mean, you know, I mean that one was more obvious because they were obviously not going to bring back that actress who played her in the pilot. But you know, they they did bring back that character and reimagine her and bring back a new actress to play her. And Miss Mitchell's that. Mesoplague, me, Mixate, yeah, there we go. That imp from Supergirl, who has the impossible name that he can't pronounce. You know, they recasted him as well, and they find an in an in canon reason to explain why he doesn't look like that anymore, why he doesn't look like some British dude from from ABC's um, Once Upon a Time spinoff that happened a few years ago, and now suddenly looks like Thomas Lennon. So there, are, I mean, they could recast, they could. Replace him with a different character. Uh, I mean, one thing that is one thing that that benefit that could that could benefit the Flash is yes. If look, I love Sue, but if they replace if they write Sue and Ralph out, it does give us an opportunity to get new characters and possibly more characters of color. Because yeah, I mean yes, Lazy, you're right. This show has way too many cast members. But if they're gonna be a big show anyway, we could try and diversify it a little bit more and so on, um, you know. And that's kind of re- to f- reflect on what Eric Eric's statement said. Uh, I mean, for example, I if 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 there's any character that, for example, could replace Ralph, I would say Ryan Choi, for example, who was wonderful in the crossover, but has, who has just disappeared since then. Um, I mean, wasn't wait wasn't 
Ryan Choi even a paragon of something? Paragon of humanity. Indeed, he was. Indeed, he was. But uh, but you know, but let's just forget the fact that you know these paragons together saved the entire multiverse, and you know, and all that. But but he's someone that could come in and replace Ralph and be a great addition to the team. You know, and also give. I mean, him- I think we also have to remember that. Chester P. Runk is going to be a series regular, so we don't even need to bring in another person. We're already getting a new series regular that could kind of fill the Ralph role. Mm. Yeah, and they're making Allegra a series regular as well. This has too. The show has too many people. Like I'm not. I'm just you know take a break from this character. It's fine. We'll all live. Where did it get? Except for Sue. Yes. Um. Yeah. I tried to well, go... also, I mean, although to be fair, like, does what does series regular even mean anymore? Like, technically, Hartley was a series regular this past season, and he was not in episodes more than he was in episodes. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, reminds... Candace is the star of the series and was barely in it. So, well, I mean, that's why, like, you know, Taddy and I, for example, we sh- that's why we, for example, always shade the Flash season two A. Because Candace was basically treated like a guest star, you know, yep. in favor of another character who should not mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. in and taking her spot. But but don't worry, we're gonna leave that for more episode commentaries because uh, uh, because listen, when th- when that character shows up, Tanya and I are gonna probably be fighting for who gets to talk about it first. Um, I will let Tanya do it first because I'm a gentleman. Um, but but I I think one of the final things I want to say about Harley because we we should wrap up very soon is I hope and I, I I don't imagine him to be listening to this but if he is that he takes this 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 this, this moment in his life to really really and I mean really change for the better it's not just enough that you post you know your support for Black Lives Matter on social media so you need to you need to really really show it like I, you know, listen. Is he probably going to be unemployed for a couple of years? He probably is. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to. I, 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 I want to see him change. I want to see him grow because I, I think he can do it. And this is, I mean, this is what hap- This is what had to push him to that point. But I'm, I'm proud that I'm podcasting about a show that is not afraid to hold people accountable, especially with this new showrunner. You know, coming out and saying what he said because, like, like, like we said before, we ha- we really didn't think this was gonna happen. Like, we were all chatting in the no, group we chat. did not. We ta- we talked about it in the group chat, and all we kept going was that. I mean, could you imagine if they fire him? And we all, all of us went said the same thing: they're not gonna do it, because that's what we're used to in this industry. People can have you know in the past. People have said and done horrible things in their past, uh, posted on social media horrible things, and they just gotten away with it. Uh, you know, they apologize for it, and then you know, the season goes on. But now, you know, we've seen, you know, we we're starting to see this 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 very positive change. You know, I mean, look, there's still a lot of room for improvement to address these kind of this kind of behavior from. You know, actors or producers or writers or people involved with making these shows and so on. Because you know, in the end, you know, we as the viewers, we're we're their bosses, basically. You know, we're the ones that make these shows possible by watching them, by streaming them, by buying them on Blu-ray and DVD, or buying them on iTunes and so on. So, and that means that you know, they have they 
they need to be, they need to think about how they behave and what they say and do. And if you're going to be an asshole and pose on social media and you know be racist, misogynist, homophobic, and all that, and, and but but do it because you wanted to get attention, then you know f- off. Seriously, f- off. Don't and don't think that that people of color or people's sexuality can be, uh, or women or a- anything can be made fun of just because you want a few more followers or you want to be noticed by a certain producer or producer or casting director or whatever and so on. And I wasn't going to curse, but I did it. Um, it had to happen. It had to happen. It ha- I mean, listen, I'm famous for my sometimes from, from some of my meltdowns. Uh, I mean, I, Taddy, you, you may remember one I had in... Um, in season five, when Barry decided to be a dumbass and drag, literally drag his daughter into the pipeline after she opened his heart out to him about why she was working with Earbud Fun. And I, I was, y'all, lazy, breeze. I was mad. I was so, I was mad at him as if it was my own child. And given the fact that I'm looking as old as I am these days, I could be his dad because I was so angry. Uh, but you know, and I, and the thing is, I, 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 I wanted to, like I said in the Nicole opening of the last episode, I want, I wanted to honor what we had said that we were going to address this, and discuss it because you know, but it's because sometimes there, things like this happens in TV shows, and when you're covering them as a podcast, and you know, and, you're, and that includes you're covering the news and changes and so on behind the scenes, you know, something it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun to listen to. Um, you know, frankly, we didn't read the tweets because we—I you know, don't think anyone wants to read those tweets ever again. Uh, I only pulled them up yesterday just to kind of just remind myself of how despicable his tweets were. Uh, and to think that this was just his last, be- his last crappy tweets that he did up was just two years before he got hired. So, and that makes me—and that makes me worry. Like, what if he ha- like, I, like I said. I don't know why people, why the hell people are attacking Candace over this. This is not Candace does not do anything wrong. She's not she's not the dumbass who went on Twitter and said all these crappy things five six years ago. Because believe it or not, Candace is a smart woman. For people who are attacking her, you're the dumbass. You're the moron who needs to be checked. How the hell does she have anything to do with this? And you know what? And if she did have something to do with it, good on her. Good on good on this show's actors for holding other ac- actors accountable for their actions. Like, are people like okay, exactly? I, 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 did not, I did not like. Did people really have people really been attacking her and accusing her that yes. she's somehow involved? Yes. Based In on fact, what? Julie, Julie Pleck actually had came out in defense of her randomly. I guess because Warner Brothers had their little come to Jesus meeting where they talk about how they're not going to accept discrimination anymore. You know. Um, so yeah, so um, so they're just like basically some people have been like bringing up Candace's old tweets, like one where she's talking about some song. What's that song called? I want to sex you up playing in a restaurant. And they're like, look, Candace talks about inappropriate things too, so you should fire her. Or bringing up um allegations about her personal life that have not even been proven true and in fact have been proven false. If you guys know what I'm talking about, and saying that she should be fired for that. Um, if she's gonna try to fire Hartley oh, for his, oh, I now I remember what I was like. Yes. What, is, what is she talking about? I'm like, that is it. That is, which <sighs> is nonsensical, of course. Um, do so... we have to? Do we have to be on Twitter? Like, do we have? To, <laughs> I, like, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I'm like, listen, 
I put I usually usually I mostly use my Twitter to just post my articles and then I go to bed. But I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I don't I'm like are, are people you, you cannot be this stupid. People. Some people some people be really dumb. Oh yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that tweet where she um said her pants ripped open and there were kids there. And they were like, She's a pedophile. She flashed children, she should be fired. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's just laughable because obviously they have actually literally no point, but it is it is a thing that is happening. How does your pants being ripped open somehow make you a pedophile just because there were kids around? I mean I had a shirt. I, had, I ripped a shirt. I I, I had a shirt uh, get ruined once. But it, there was holes all over, it and there, like, and I drove by a school. How does does like does that make me a pedophile? No, that makes me a klutz because I didn't see the stop sign. Um, and this, the sad thing was, I was driving a bike, not a car. So like, I just you know, I flew and I like kind of just scra- scraped the whole shirt on you know when I like slide it on the ground, and I'm like, hmm, there's blood. And there's a lot of holes. Um, oh, and all, <laughs> I did have a few fifth graders laughing at me. And I'm like, that's great. I hate kids. Um, it hurt. But why are I don't understand how people could somehow make Candace part of this problem. Like, she... I mean, like, are they speculating that he that she got him fired? That she, you know, quote unquote, got him fired? Or was it just, oh, because she's a black female lead. She... <coughs> She must have obviously had something to do with it. <laughs> or where, where is this coming from? Like, I mean, I don't even... I'm still wondering, like, where... Like, how Carly's tweets even came up. Uh, like, if he had said something on Instagram or whatever and so on. But, like, just one day, they were just there. So, like, what are people basing this on when it comes to Canada? I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted about it. I'm sorry, I'm not sure what to add to that other than leave Candace alone, you dum-dums. Yes, yeah, same. I was like, this is all news to me. That's terrible. Stop yeah. doing it. So, yes. Um, Bye-bye, Harley Sawyer. May may you learn something from this. And I, and we, and I mean it. Like, because, you know, I get, cause that, ex, that apology is, was... That, dis, that disgusted me on so many levels. And, yeah. And we kind of just, you know, and, you know, to our listeners, like, you know, I mean, we're, we don't really have anything else to, to add to this, I, I guess at this point, because you know we don't, you know, if they recast the character, we will let you know on social media, uh, or on the next episode. Uh, but hopefully, we will not have to do another episode like this, um, where one of these actors, do, you know, does something really crappy. We're, you know, because we, because I think we all want like to assume the best in the people that we watch and that we follow and then that we interview and so on that we engage with, um, you know. So hopefully, you know, hopefully this is the last time because you know, it's not, I mean, it's, it, it is not, I mean, look, I'm happy that this happened, that Harley was held accountable and that, you know, it makes me safer to support a show like The Flash where I know they have a showrunner who isn't afraid to make those calls because, you know, if, if, if this still had been Todd Helbing, I don't think it would have happened necessarily. And it's not, not to suggest anything about him, but I... You know, looking at how he ran the show compared to how Eric is running the show, I think that I'm sure they both stand for the same mission and goals, but I think only one of them has the guts to really go through with it, and I think that's Eric. 
as he clearly has proven himself to do with. So I agree. I agree. I trust. I trust Eric, and I have faith that he will move us forward into a superior um, era. Yeah, and, like, and the fact that he even came out with that that that's that separate statement. I mean, like I said, when do you ever see that happen on any of these shows? Particularly like when something this big happens, because usually they just they just get they just include themselves in the statement that they do with the CW and Warner Brothers and then that's it and then you know it's time to promote the crossover or whatever and so on um but um and we know a lot of you had thoughts and feelings about this and you know we you know we're not going to read any Twitter emails on it at least not today um cuz we kind of just wanted to get the, the our thoughts out there and this episode has already gone way too long than it should um but but it's happened, and I'm proud that the Flash is that they they stand for what they're what they're, what they're promoting, and that hopefully you know we will see a more inclusive series altogether as the show goes forward. Because you know it's you know it's about to go to the seventh season whenever it starts filming or premiering. Because you know once again we have no idea. Um, I still don't think we're getting the show back in January 2021. But, uh, but you know, the Mark Padawas of the CW can dream, and so can we. So, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Next next time when you hear us, it's going to be live and wired on Saturday, June 20th on Mixer.com slash DC Podcast. And we're going to have, we're going to have, have a fun time. We're going to have a great time. We're going to do, actually, you know, we're gonna, we should probably let you guys know right now. Uh, because starting, because we're, right now we're recording on Sunday, June 14th. Uh, and tomorrow, starting tomorrow, we're going to be posting polls on Twitter um, to, you know, f- to do our Flash Season 6 fan awards uh, about, you know, who, you know, Best character, worst character, best villain, best new costume, what have you. And I guess um, if I'm, if I got this right, ladies, we're gonna keep the polls open for voting until Friday night, so people can vote throughout the whole week before Saturday. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so vote. Uh, we're gonna make that. We're gonna make a thread of polls. So we, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna then, uh, you know, make our choices. Uh, so um, that would be interesting. I wonder what we're all gonna vote for. Um, I, I feel like when it comes to worst new uh, comic book name, I feel like Lazy is just gonna at beg us like, guys, just say Sunshine. There is no other no other name that is worse than that. Um, <laughs> uh, it is also, so- she's a terrible costume. Well, it's just a, it's just it's just a Black Widow ripoff. Uh, it's just like very white armor, shiny suit. It didn't look that comfortable either when I rewatched it. Uh, but uh, but Sancho, I didn't get the com- I I didn't get why her powers was something to be like. Let's call her Sunshine. And I don't think we're it was. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna save this conversation for next week. Next week. Okay. <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't want to waste all my good material. Oh no! no I mean, listen, you, I'm I'm wasting my material so that you can have the center stage. Exactly. Then here we go. So remember, you can go to dctvpodcast.com/slash/fundraiser right now, and you can donate to our fundraising page that is going to be for Feeding America this year, and uh, we're raising two thousand dollars. We've already actually raised. Um, I, I I was just looking 
the um, the other day, and we've already raised almost two hundred dollars. So we're like we're already on the way there because we have. That's how amazing our listeners are, ladies. That no, actually, you know what? I was wrong. We have now raised two hundred and ninety dollars. So almost three hundred dollars. And uh, and this, and the final the finalized schedule is now live. Uh, we will be going at eleven a.m. Pacific slash two p.m. Eastern, and then. And then we have a bunch of other shows in the in the before and after us. So, but who cares? It's 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 us you're coming to listen to. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, uh, although you know, I would say it's a very it's a pretty amazing lineup that we have this year. Uh, and then we all were. I think all of us are going to be back for the assembly hour at the end, which always gets crazy. Where like, wait, no, you lazy and breeze. You guys weren't on last year because you guys hadn't joined. The season yet? No, I was. I just were. didn't stay the whole time. Okay, so no, I was on Krypton last year. Oh. R.I.P. Krypton. You know what? Okay, I have a proposal. We replace uh, Ralph with Adam Strange, and we bring in uh, what's his that name? Works that works for me. What's his name? Oh my God, Sean. Um, Sean something. Zippos. Sean Zippos. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember. And then we can, you know, we will find something for Cameron Cuff because we, we, I, I, we, we all love Cameron Cuff. I especially love Cameron Cuff. And then you know we can put Nissa on the Supergirl. So that Car- for that. So Lazy can finally get her Kara slash Kara's grandmother reunion that she's always wanted, even though we didn't even <sighs> know that was the family tree they were going with. That's amazing. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Indeed, Krypton. I mean, the actors and characters are they're fine. I mean, they, don't worry. But it's just oh, you know, oh yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> they're fine. Wallace Day is posted like thirst traps all over social media. She's great. Oh yes, but um, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. So, Krypton. But yeah, we're gonna skip plugs and stuff like that. Uh, we're just reminding about DC Podcast fundraiser. DCPodcast.com slash fundraiser. Get the Mixer app on your phone and join us in the live chat as we're gonna have a great marathon raising money for Feeding America. And yeah, so. Until next time, I'm Andy B. I'm Grace. I'm Lacey. And I'm Tatiana. And we'll see you next time on the Five Podcast. Mm-hmm.